0: El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN 24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN 24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita.
1: Welcome to The Power of Us, a podcast where Abel and Rosie lead us in nurturing, equipping, and empowering the relationships in our life through their experience and vulnerability.
2: Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. I'm Abel.
1: Hey, this is Rosie.
2: And today we are talking about kids and how sometimes as a parent, we need a break.
1: You need a break. Well, I don't know what sometimes is to you, but I need a break every day. Yeah. And I do not feel guilty about it.
2: Exactly. I think that's one of the biggest things that we face as parents is guilt. Yeah. And it's not that our kids put it on us. It's that we put it on ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. you know so we have 3 kids we have Casey who's 15 who kind of doesn't want to be around us all the time you know she, she- wants to
1: be around me Sometimes uh, not. I mean, but she also wants to be yeah, around her friends. She
2: wants her space and, and she wants to, to do her own thing. So it's not like she's like on us. Oh, I remember when she was smaller, she'd be around all the time, just yeah, asking yeah, questions yeah. and wanting and do this with me, do that with me. Let's watch this, let's watch that, you know? Yeah. And so now she's a teenager. She wants her space. She likes to do her own things, be in her room, be with her friends, etc. But we also have Sammy and Eli.
1: Sammy is five.
2: Sammy is five. She's turning five actually this month.
1: Yeah. And
2: then we have little Eli who is one and a half.
1: Yes, when you pop ups.
2: And they are always around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, you, like they're there. Yeah. Like they're, 24-7. They're just
2: always there. They, there. they always want to be there. They always want to be with us. They always want to be talking to us. Sammy wants to talk to us a lot.
1: Yes. A
2: lot, a lot, a lot. And it,
1: it's very endearing when she says, Mommy, can you play with me? Yeah. And it breaks my heart when at that very moment I can't because sometimes you can't drop everything. Say I'm in the middle of an interview or I'm doing my makeup. Like she'll just kids don't know. So they'll yeah. ask at the weirdest moments. I mean, sometimes I'm literally on the toilet and she's knocking on the door asking me a question and I will yell, this is mommy's alone time. Yeah. And she'll be like, okay, are you done? Has okay, she, are has you she done? done
2: that thing where she's like on the floor, yes, looking to the crack and her. has her fingers <laughs> <laughs> into the door and trying to talk to you? Oh my gosh.
1: And, and so I'm just like, I've told her while mommy is in the restroom, if the restroom door is closed, don't knock. Like just, and so I, I think she's, I have to tell her in a way so she doesn't feel rejected. Yeah. But I refuse to feel guilty about it because it is logical that a person wants to be left alone while they're on the toilet. Yeah. Now, transfer that, transfer that onto other areas of your life, which is really hard because parents have been guilt tripped into how we love our kids. Yeah. Um. Our, it, you know, there's this formulas for how to be a parent. and. Right. And I did it this way or she did it that way or this is how it's supposed to be done. And then you find yourself doing it a little bit differently or your child's being differently or or even worse, it not working on your kid. And you thinking either something's wrong with me or something's wrong with the kid without thinking maybe that formula didn't work for my kid just because it didn't.
2: Right. You know, and sometimes it's our moms that make us feel that way. Yeah. Sometimes it's... um our, I don't know our,
1: church culture. Yeah, our other um, friends and
2: seeing their kids, you yeah, know, yeah, maybe yeah. they got maybe this, oh, this person's no. kid the has something down. Oh no. The worst is
1: strangers. Mm. The worst is strangers, and that happens all over the world. When we were in Rome, some lady was just trying to tell me about Eli or or Eli was crying cuz he was hot. My kid gets really hot and he gets frustrated, so he was crying, and this lady kept looking at me till I said, "Hello, can I help you?" Like, I am not going to feel guilty. I know why my kid is crying. There's really nothing I can do other than like Pouring cold water on him, I just had to let him cry it out and put him in the shade and that but I know my kid, and some parents are like, "Oh, you should put shoes on him uh no, because I know that heat gets trapped either with a hat or with shoes, and my kid is releasing heat with his shoes off, but I'm not going to explain that to people I don't have to, yeah so I think the first thing we have to get rid of is the guilt of not wanting to be around your kid 24 seven yeah. And not only that, there is a a healthy uh, self-love, self-care requirement about spending time by yourself. Yeah. From a Christian doctor. Dr. James Dobson from Focus on the Family. Some of you guys that hear Christian radio, you guys know who I'm talking about. He is the doctor of family life or, or therapy therapy for us Christians. And he wrote a book called The Strong World Child and so many other books. The best advice that I have in my heart with him is take 15 minutes alone yeah. to yourself every day. That's That means 15 minutes of only rosy time.
2: Yeah. That really helps us to be able to get back in there and give our kids everything that, that yes. we can.
1: It's like a recharge.
2: Yeah. So, it, I mean, it gets kind of hard. Cause sometimes um, there's a there's few days where, where it happens, but sometimes Sammy's with me. A lot of the day, now, almost the entire day, either she wait and take her to daycare or whatever it might be. And she's with me and she's talking to me and talking to me and talking to me and talking to me. And it doesn't stop. And the questions don't stop. And she talks to me about LOL dolls. And then she talks <laughs> to me about about Hello Kitty. And then she talks to me about Peppa Pig. And it just doesn't stop. And then sometimes I find myself getting to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, Sammy, yeah. You know? And then I feel like a jerk. Why? Because I I, I just told my daughter to be quiet. But... She didn't understand why I was telling her. She did, she did, can't understand the concept of. There, there being too much things going on and daddy's actually trying to work still right, while he's right, with right. me
1: yeah but especially when you work from home and you have your own business and your your kids don't know your kids think that if you leave that's your only work time but right. most of the time we're working at home and so maybe the way that we say it we just have to watch our kids heart and really explain to them and we think they don't understand but I've, I'll tell Sammy mommy I'm working right now yeah. like I know it looks like I'm sitting on my phone at this desk and, and like not doing anything but mommy is working and I'll even tell her sometimes like oh mommy's working on the taxes she don't know what taxes is but she knows it's a big word that adults do and mommy's doing it or or sometimes i'm like okay baby um mommy needs a little quiet time i'm concentrating on something in my head and i just i need quiet time okay because i have to figure out the answer and then as soon as i answer it and i figure it out i'm gonna be right back with you and we're gonna talk about peppa pig and then i make sure that i do when I'm just like, okay, done. I figured it out. All right, mommy, what were we talking about? Yeah. And I'll, and then I'll give her my undivided attention. But I think it's super important that you really explain to your kid. You don't just tell them like, oh, shut up. Or you're being annoying. You tell them, okay, dude, it, it's really not you, mommy. Like, are your questions are valid and I get you. But I'm really like concentrating right now. Yeah. and And Sammy is super duper smart. And I think most kids are, all kids are in that they're, brains are sponges and they can truly understand like okay mommy needs her alone time sammy knows baby i need my alone time um i'll her and i have this thing where it's like okay let's play the quiet game and she like knows that it's like okay mommy needs some quiet time or i'll i'll literally tell my kid i'm sad right now just give me a few minutes to recoup I'm stressed right now. Like I tell her my emotion. Not only am I teaching her that she's not the problem, I'm teaching her how to process emotions. Like, man, um, I really miss my sister right now. Don't worry about it. I'm going to cry a little bit and then I'm going to be okay. And that'll teach her like, oh, that's how you process sadness. Yeah. So, um, but I do not feel guilty because I want to take a weekend off with you. I, I don't feel guilty because I need time away from the kids. I don't feel guilty because I want to take a shower without anyone interrupting me, mm-hmm. so I think we have to live our our parenthood guilt free if yeah. we're really not abusing them or or hurting them. and if you do make a mistake with your kids, which you're gonna make, tell them, hey, I'm sorry, yeah,
2: I think that's one of the best things that that we've implemented in our in our parenting style is that when we make a mistake. We do let our kids know that we are sorry and that we make a mistake. You know, so many times we had been brought up thinking that the parents are always right. And if we're if we make a mistake or if we go too hard, we don't apologize. We just stay quiet about it. You know, or or we or we, we cover it up by buying them something or by doing something else for them but never acknowledging it. So I think just as as human beings, guys, we need alone time and don't ever feel guilty about it. And so uh, as soon as uh, after we get back from these commercial breaks, we'll let you guys know on a few things that we do to get alone time, and when we're able to get alone time, and how we make it happen, so that maybe you can begin doing that in your life as well. Hey guys, this is Abel, and if you're looking for music that's good for your whole family,
1: and it's really uplifting,
2: something that'll touch your heart and soul. Mm. Feel free to check out my YouTube page, Abel's Worship. Thank you so much.
1: Remember
2: to subscribe. Hey guys, we're back. And we're going to give you guys just a few tips on how we're able to make this happen for us, how we're able to get our alone time so that we can recharge our batteries and not feel guilty and not feel like we're staying away from our kids or anything like that. So, one, sometimes we are working and we leave these kids with uh, either babysitter, grandma, grandpa, school, whatever it might be.
1: Right. Did you know that some people think it's like really bad parenting to have a nanny? Yeah. Like, there are couples that... Will have serious issues because the man is like, You are not a good mom if you are not you yourself babysitting the baby 24 hours. Like, nannies are not bad. Yeah. Nannies are a helper. Um, obviously they don't raise your kids, but neither do teachers and neither do pastors. And you know what? Like, some people leave parenting to someone else. No, you are still the parent. Mm-hmm. But if you have to go work or run an errand or or go on a date and you have a nanny, you are not a bad mom.
2: I think that's what people do think, though. I mean, when do we see nannies? We see nannies with the royals, and we see nannies in movies and really old... Movies where with kings and queens and what do they do? They just take the kid away. Oh, I can't deal with the kid anymore. So take yeah, it away. Yeah, where the so nanny that, raised the yeah. kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what you think and that you see and that's what a lot of these people that are still living in the past. Yeah. You know, are thinking. But honestly, a a nanny is is just a really good help. Honestly, bro, what a nanny is is having your tía living with you and she helps you with the kids. Yeah, it's an or extension. Having your mom live with you and she's helping with the kids. Right. They, they don't raise the kid. I mean, they just, they help you with them.
1: Right, exactly. So um, that's one. Having a nanny is okay. Um, You and your husband, you and your spouse, you and your co-parent talk about it. And um, obviously see how they won't raise them. And how much is too much? I mean, don't... You can't, like, have your child live with a nanny. You know, there obviously is some extremes, but you set boundaries. And um, you you figure it out together and not think about what your mama's going to say or your suegra or your cousin or your church or whatever, you know. Um, But hopefully you can do it together because some people really have an issue with that.
2: I mean, uh, next thing is is find yourself a very reliable, good babysitter that you can trust. I know today... um, Nowadays, it's really hard to find somebody that you can trust, especially with something as precious as your kids.
0: Yeah.
2: But, I mean, if you have that one person that you can trust, I'm sure that you can try to figure it out. Um, there's many ways to protect your kids from uh, nanny cams. Uh, cameras aren't that expensive anymore. Yeah. Um, we have a camera here at, at, our, at our office, and... Uh, and it didn't cost us more than $30 and mm-hmm. it helps us to be and able to and it's connected to, to your phone it's connected to it's my censored, phone it's
1: censored so every time i walk in here you knew I, that i walked yes, in yes
2: i can check up on it and You're stuff little like bit that a freaky with it. it's a
1: little <laughs> stalkerish but it, that's sexy i like stalkers
2: all right <laughs> um so, I mean, it, there's many things that you can do now to make sure that your kid's going to be okay and that they are not going to be in any danger or harm. Yeah. So, if you ever need a babysitter or something like that, it don't feel guilty. Don't have to go on each and every date and make it a family outing. That's kind of the worst sometimes. Yeah. Where everything you guys do, you have to do it as a family because you're a family, because we had it. Because no. that's
1: what makes you feel like a good parent. Like, yeah. I'm not going to see Cancun without my kids. Like, you can take them later. Yeah. Like, your wife and you need alone time. Enjoy a weekend in Cancun or uh, forget it, Big Bear or at the mall. Like, you know, your kids do not have to go with you to the mall or to dinner.
2: Yeah, Um, I mean, it just makes it a little harder. Eli is going through something right now where when he eats, he has to sit on my lap. Yeah. He has to. He can't be next to me. Yeah. My, my, our thighs, he can't be sitting (laughs) next to me and our thighs touching. That is not good enough. He needs to be sitting on my lap. He's
1: only able to. He's going through this, this attachment and a separation anxiety with Abel, which is endearing from my end, but can be very frustrating for you. I, I see it. I mean, on an airplane. Yeah. Um, and sleeping, not sleeping. He sleeps on his own. But, like, you cannot walk out of the room without him screaming.
2: Yeah, and, so, and that's
1: very different.
2: Yeah, eating dinner is really, really hard with yeah. Eli, you know? I, I, I probably have, like, 15 minutes tops of him being able to stay in that high chair before he wants to sit on me. So when we order, I try to order as fast as possible. That way the food can get there and I could at least be halfway done with, like, just me having all of my limbs being able to be free and move, you know, yeah. without having this little kid squirming yeah. on my lap. But I mean, so it's not bad that sometimes I want to eat and not yeah, have Eli on my lap. Sure. I'm not a bad parent and you're not a bad parent if sometimes you want to eat and not have either a baby or, or or somebody that you have to watch out for and make sure that they're they're doing everything right and they're not making a mess and they're not ruining the restaurant and you're going to get all embarrassed or whatever it yeah. might be. You know, don't feel guilty about that. So our alone time is important.
1: You know what I think alone time does? Mm. It keeps your individuality Mm. as a human. Yeah. Because when we become spouses, when we become parents, we make our whole identity about being spouse and parent. And you know what? We can be more than that. Yeah. Rosie is more than a mom and a wife. Those are my favorite roles. They're the best. They're the most endearing and then they're most challenging, but then they're also most rewarding. But... I am not bad if I am more than a mom and more than a, a, a wife. Definitely. So, my alone time, I use it to read, I use it to work out, um, and it's not, oh, vanity and entertainment. Um, we can use it on YouTube. Sometimes I use Instagram, and I'm just like mindless entertainment, you know, TMZ, e news, that's my thing. Those are my 15 minutes. And that doesn't mean that I am a bad mom or a bad wife. That is. Rosie's individual interests. You know, I want to know about Justin Bieber and Haley. And, and that doesn't make me like, Oh, I'm leaving my kid behind. Granted it's 15 minutes and it's not three, four hours. Yeah. But keep your individuality. Yes. You're a wonderful mom and thank God for our kids. And yes, you're working on your marriage and great for that. But even to be a good mom, you need to be an individual
2: Uh, first. Yeah. Uh, Another thing that you guys can do is is set a set a bedtime, you know? Sometimes we're too busy, and we just let the kids fall asleep whenever they fall asleep. Mm -hmm. But in our house, we set a bedtime, and that's 8.30 to 9. These kids are getting ready for bed. They're either in bed, they're getting their stories read, and and then they go to sleep. And then we have, we usually go to sleep around 10, 30, 11. So we have that hour and a half, two hours to just do whatever we want. Whether if that be... um, Mindless
1: entertainment, reading the word, having sex, I mean, whatever it may be. It is that time before Rosie's like, okay, dude, I'm going to knock out. Yeah. at 10 30 so we have an hour to be like okay what do i want to do that's just me that's not work that's not you know that's just something that'll make Rosie and or able together or separately yeah. laugh or have a good time
2: so setting a bedtime isn't bad and if you're if you're barely going to begin to set a bedtime and your kid struggles and they're crying for an hour because you cl- turned off the lights and you close the door at 9 p.m let it be so. Their yeah. bodies are going to adjust. They're going to live. They're going to be fine. Yeah. It's not going to be Self-soothing
1: isn't going to kill them. Yeah. 20 minutes of them crying, they're not going to die. It's no. probably healthy for their lungs.
2: Yes. You guys are going to be completely fine, and you're not a bad parent for doing so. Um, in fact, I, I, I've I seen people to to be able to, being able to set a bedtime of like 6.37. That like, is Whoa,
1: amazing. That's
2: amazing. I don't know how you made that happen, but, but congratulations. I don't know if that will work for us. We're not there yet. But, I mean, that, that's crazy, you know, because then you get all this extra time to be able to make your projects done but or you know anything what? like that.
1: When kids sleep better, they learn better, mm-hmm. they're less moody. Yeah. I sometimes think our kids are sleep deprived. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, kids in our culture, you know, we always get home from church at 9. Yeah. We, we work a lot. We, we go to movies and now movies start at 8.30. So, you get home at 10.30 and then your kid wakes up in a bad mood the next day or he's sleep deprived and you're upset. Yeah. And it's literally because they haven't slept enough. Yeah. They need more sleep than we do. Yeah. And I don't think they're getting enough sleep.
2: The majority of time when kids are throwing fits, and, and like I'm talking about those extreme fits, where they're all the way in the other end of the spectrum and they're just being super extra in their fits, it's because they are tired. I wanna and they want to take a nap. Yeah. Like that little girl. Yeah.
1: want to take a nap right here. <laughs> yeah.
2: so it's because they're tired and they want to go to sleep. So sometimes when those kids are throwing extra fits, let them cry it out. Yeah. Try to, try to be in a distance where it's not right in your ear. You know, just let them cry it out in their room. Don't lock them up. Don't do that. Just let them cry it I out. I tell Sammy. I'm
1: like, Sammy, you're just leaving. Yeah. No, I'm not. And then two <laughs> minutes later, she's out. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: so I mean, uh, there's, there's all these things that we can do to get a little bit of alone time, you know?
1: You need it.
2: Yes, you absolutely do. You not need, only
1: do you not feel guilty about it, you need it to you, be a better
2: parent. You need to recharge. You need to make your dreams happen. Yes. You know, just because you're a parent doesn't mean that your dreams have to Good. stop. exactly. Your kids were not a hindrance. Your kids were not a, a, a roadblock.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then don't be bitter with your kids 15 yeah. years later. I didn't go to school because of you. Like, you could have. Yeah. Right? There's online school. Like, sometimes we're living for our kids, and then we're bitter with them yeah. when they're adults.
2: And and they don't they get don't, they not us what we were expecting. Yeah,
1: they didn't. They didn't ask for that. So, so don't do things that you will later have resentment and bitterness towards your children.
2: It's important. Don't feel guilty. And uh, honestly, these are these are your kids. We love our moms, but we are not them, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, if you're just like your mom. And you're able to raise them and she's great with it. That's that's awesome for you guys. But if you're not and you're raising them a little bit more unconventional. Mm -hmm. Why? Because your circumstances might be different. Yeah. Maybe your mom had your dad and maybe you're just a single mom. Yeah. Or honestly, it's 2018 and things Mm -hmm. are different, you know. Or maybe things have happened in your life that makes you want to raise them differently, you know. And that's completely okay. Don't ever let any guilt trip make you feel that you're a bad parent. Right. You know, everybody is completely different. We're all parents. None of us are perfect, but we are there and we love our kids to death. We would do anything for our kids. So don't feel ashamed if you want a little bit of alone time. And always make sure that you're always there for your kids, but at the same time, you're taking care of yourself. Yes. So that's our podcast for today on The Power of Us. Do not feel guilty. And it's okay to take a 15-minute break. Take a break now. See ya. Bye.
0: Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On the Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados